In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And yet immediately upon praying that prayer, worlds ancient and worlds modern immediately say, Absurd! Absurd! How can you speak of God? How can you say that God is Trinity? Jews and Muslims find this doctrine offensive as they declare without reservation the oneness of God. And this doctrine is a perplexity for people seeking faith. And this doctrine is held by many Christians in such regard that they simply put it out in the barn because they pretty much see it as a peculiar bit of theological logic or at worst, an embarrassing holdover from patristic and medieval times. The lessons appointed for Trinity Sunday can be understood as revealing the three persons of the Trinity, as well as their unity. The startling passage from the prophet Isaiah is a glorious vision of God on the throne, pointing to the majesty, the magnificence, the might, the otherness of God the Father, God the Creator. I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of His robe filled the temple. Seraphs were attendants above Him, each had six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, but two they flew. And the reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans speaks of God, the Holy Spirit. For all who are led by the Holy Spirit of God are children of God. And the very famous passage from our own St. John, chapter 3, highlights God the Son. And if you know this verse, John 3.16, you can say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. And each of these readings in their own way hints at a unity, hints at a oneness, hints at a relationship between Father, Son, and Spirit. Now, in the sweep of Holy Scripture, from Genesis all the way to Revelation, this unity, this oneness, this relationship, seldom Legos. I just will pause here. How many of you like Legos? A little building blocks. Okay. But in the sweep of Holy Scripture, seldom does this unity, this relationship, this oneness, Lego together into neat Trinitarian formulas. As it does in the often quoted and liturgically adapted verse in 2 Corinthians. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God and the communion or fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And yet, for 2,000 years, the Christian church in all of its forms has insisted that the God revealed in Jesus Christ is triune. Dr. Willie Rollman, who is one of America's foremost preachers, formerly chaplain at Duke and Methodist Bishop of Northern Alabama, he lifts up one strand of this Christian insistence on Trinity. Quote, sometimes you hear people say, 
thing is that we all try to believe and serve God, right? Willemann says, wrong. Christians are not those who believe in some amorphous, vague concept of God. Christians are those who believe that God's name is Trinity. God is not simply God. God is Father, God is Son, God is the Holy Spirit. We might have been able to say at some early point, well, we all believe in the same God. However, we believe that God came to us as Jesus. We believe that Jesus is God. And after experiencing that, all of our notions of God have to go back to the drawing table. End of quote. The history of theology really in many ways has been a history of returning to the drawing board of the mysterious and trying to sort out the divine and also the mystery of the Trinity. Which in its classic formulation is often put something like this. Number one, God is three persons. Two, each person is fully God. Three, there is but one God. So repeat after me, God is three persons. Each person is fully God. Each person is fully God. There is but one God. And there is but one God. St. Augustine in the 5th century spoke of the Trinity in terms of a lover, a beloved, and the mutual love between them. Whereas the medieval theologian Richard of St. Victor spoke of the Trinity in terms of a deep sharing between a community of persons. Frederick Schleiermacher, who is both famously and infamously considered the father of modern theology by many people, spoke of the Trinity as the coping stone of Christian doctrine. And Dr. Elizabeth Johnson and other contemporary feminist theologians have stressed the importance of the Trinity in terms of its aspects of mutuality and relationship. And Jürgen Wallmann, who is considered one of the most foremost theologians of the 20th century, had this to say about the Trinity. Quote, It is only from the perspective of the Trinitarian God that we can claim that God is love. Because love is never alone. Instead, it brings together those who are separate while maintaining their distinct characters. End of quote. The Trinity reminds you and reminds me that God is an approachable mystery. Approachable mystery. Think of a red pen, highlight that word approachable. Tell your neighbor approachable. Trinity reminds you and me that God is an approachable mystery. The Trinity tells you that God is love. Shared, self-sacrificing love. The Trinity tells you that Christianity is not something you can only do and practice on your own, but something that you can really only fully do in relationship with others and with God. There was a kindergarten teacher at an Episcopal school, and she was giving her kids some time to do some art projects. They were each drawing colored pencils, markers, that sort of thing, and she was wondering about seeing what they were doing. And she came up to one little girl, and she sort of looked at the picture, and she said, what, what are you drawing? And the little girl said, I'm drawing God. And the teacher thought about that for a moment, and said, nobody knows what God looks like. 
And the little girl, without looking up or stopping her drawing, simply said, They will in a minute. <laughs> God is an approachable mystery. And all drawings, even at their best, simply can be gateways. Or perhaps you might even say, icons into the divine reality. A reality that Christians have always persisted and insisted, sometimes more clearly, sometimes more enthusiastically, but Christians have always insisted, is triune. When you sit before the drawing board of the infinite, what do you see? St. Gregory of Nazianzus also spoke well of this persistent insistence of the Trinity in the 4th century when he famously said this, quote, I cannot think of the one without being quickly encircled by the splendor of the three, nor can I discern the three without being immediately led back to the one, end of quote. God is love, shared, self-sacrificing love. The Trinity reveals this. The Trinity is this. And despite perennial protest, love is not absurd. In fact, in its triumph form, it's divine. Amen.